Your body is changing. A growing belly, larger breasts, maybe some overall weight gain and swelling. After all, you're pregnant. And most pregnant women will need to update at least some of their wardrobe with actual maternity clothes before they deliver. So that can get expensive. Today, we're going to be discussing how to expand your maternity wardrobe in a budget-conscious way. This is Preggy Pals. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant. And I have to exercise? What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit! I've got kinkles! What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Preggy Pals is your online, on-the-go support group for expecting parents and those hoping to become pregnant. I'm your host, Stephanie Glover. Did you know that we've recorded over 140 episodes? We've covered topics from every phase of pregnancy. Visit our episode guide on our website to scroll through those topics. You can listen directly on your computer through iTunes or download our free apps available in the Android, iTunes, and Windows Marketplace. And be sure to check out our new network app where you can listen to all your favorite new mommy media shows on the go. Here's Sunny with more information about how you can get involved with Preggy Pals. All right. So we love to hear from our listeners and we love for you guys to actually be part of our shows as much as possible. And so why not start by being a parent that participates in our shows? So we are changing some things up here at Preggy Pals and with New Mommy Media in general. And we are starting, uh, actually, we're going to be recording all of our shows uh, remotely. So we usually record here in San Diego in a studio, but we're doing all of this remotely, which means you can now join our conversation that we're going to have um, on Preggy Pals from wherever you're located. So um, we're looking for parents to join in on the conversation and to have fun with us and chat about these topics as they come up. And so a great way, if you if you think you might be interested in that, head on over to our website at newmommymedia.com and there's a, a slider banner on the homepage. So click on the one that talks about being a, a parent panelist on our show and uh, you fill out a, a really quick online form and that way our producers have a chance to look at that over over and when you fit a topic that we're going to be talking about, we'll reach out to you and see if you're interested in being on the show. So yeah, check us out and uh, see if that's something that would interest you. Great. Thanks, Sunny. Sure. So uh, we have a couple panelists, Sunny and myself, today joining on this episode. So we're going to do a quick introduction before we get started. Again, I'm Stephanie Glover. I am 33. I'm a mom, I'm the host of Preggy Pals, and I'm a trained childbirth educator. No due date, but I've got two kiddos, ages four and two. Gretchen, my four-year-old, was my C-section baby, and Lydia, my VBAC. All right, and I'm Sunny, producing today's show. I have four kids of my own. My oldest is five, and then I have a three-year-old, and I have twins that are over two. I I, I lose track after Mm -hmm. two. It's like between two and two and a half. (laughs) It's it's somewhere in there. So it's safe to say I've I've had a lot of maternity clothes. (laughs) I feel like I've been living in them, really, for the last four or five years. Not wearing any today. Very proud of that. Um, But haven't got rid of all of them. They're still (laughs) hanging out in my closet. (laughs) Some of them. It happens. It happens. (laughs) Okay. So I found this headline online, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Cleveland Clinic, and we've talked about Cleveland Clinic here on the show before. I like to say, you know, I'm originally from Ohio, so I feel a strong bond with any, they're my peeps. (laughs) 
So with any study that comes out from the Cleveland Clinic, I like to support and give a little bit of uh, acknowledgement to. Um, this one is about using special pillows and how that can ease heartburn in pregnancy. And so basically, this study found at the Cleveland Clinic that an incline wedge um, with a side position body pillow to elevate you can actually help you, make you feel better, help you with your overall heartburn, help you just in your overall sleeping habits when you're pregnant. But you actually know a little bit more about this. Right? Yeah, yeah. So when you're pregnant, heartburn typically occurs because with all of the hormones in pregnancy, you have sort of a, a relaxation of like the valve or the sphincter of the esophagus. So you're having acids come up through your tract that should be going down and they're, they're coming up because you don't have that barrier. So when Sunny was sharing this article with me, it, to me, it makes sense because one of the tips for heartburn is to sort of stay elevated. So yeah, I think use of pillows to elevate yourself and they, they usually recommend too that lying on your side can help with many discomforts in pregnancy. So yeah, this makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. And it says uh, heartburn or acid reflux plagues nearly half of all women during pregnancy. And and the reason why this, this article really rang with true with me is because for all of my kids, um, it was like at about halfway point in the pregnancy from that point, I even had to be medicated um, because it was just so intense. Mm-hmm. And um, so anything that would have helped I mean I would have like slept on my head yeah. if I thought that it would have helped at all and so yeah so basically the study took place in 2015 and there was a team and they tested this pillow system is what they're calling it in 17 pregnant women who were in their second trimester and they all had moderate to severe heartburn or regurgitation at night and um, basically based on their findings 65% showed improvement in um, what they're calling nighttime GERD and in the impact of GERD the following morning and in their concern about nighttime GERD 49% improved their sleep quality overall which I know just you know when you're pregnant as much sleep as you can get <laughs> you've got <laughs> so many lovely. discomforts you do even you if and... it's not heartburn there's mm-hmm. other discomforts right so right. anyways um, it's a candy cane shaped pillow I don't think I mentioned that um, and so they're still running some tests. Oh, so and it's stuff kind of like, like the, the body kind of pregnancy. I think pillows. so. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm literally picturing a candy cane. It doesn't yeah. really say that; it just says it's shaped like a candy yeah, cane. Yeah, yeah, I can picture that. Um, but something you can kind of wrap yourself around mm-hmm. a little bit and kind of position it wherever you want. Yeah, you know. Um, so, anyways, consider pillows, ladies. Yeah. If you're having some heartburn out there, you're having trouble sleeping. Today on Preggy Pals, we're learning all about options in buying maternity clothing, both new and used, and how to create a maternity wardrobe that makes sense for you. Joining us today is Dan Canfield, owner of Bellies to Babies, a retail boutique and online shop selling previously loved maternity clothing. Welcome to Preggy Pals, Dan. Yeah, thank you. Good to be on. (laughs) So I think we'll all agree that maternity style for sure has improved over the past decades. I feel like it used to be like a potato sack, and now we have like more cute fitted stuff (laughs) that's certainly tailored for the bump, right? Right. And so, and then there's also, you know, with all like like the return of leggings and a lot of like stretchy clothes and peasant <laughs> tops, we have the ability to wear um, some regular clothes sort of at least through part of our pregnancy. That's true. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, handy. It's like maxi dresses and stuff. So, yes. um, so what types of clothing are versatile to be used in and out of pregnancy? I just named a few, but um, if anyone wants to chime in on that. Yeah, I'll kind of kick it off. But yeah, what you said was great. And maxi dresses are, are a great way to go um, and are very kind of uh, forgiving and can grow with the bump. Also, tunics are something that can be used kind of um, outside of maternity clothing. And when you look at really stretchy materials, so yoga pants, uh, sweatpants, 
things of that nature that really just grow with you and are very comfortable. But from our point of view, I'm all about maternity clothing. So that's what, uh, <laughs> what, what we really suggest is, is moving into maternity clothing because it really something that will make you more comfortable and will give you a, a happier pregnancy. I was just going to say, Dan, I, I have to ask because you're a guy. Like, and you said you really like maternity clothing. What? How did you get into this or what, what's the backstory there? <laughs> Oh, I thought I would get away with it. <laughs> no, not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so being a man of maternity, there's not a lot of uh, other men in this industry, I'd say. Um, for me, I actually bought the Bellies to Babies about a little over a year ago, and um, I've been kind of a, in, a businessman for a while and really love business and retail and, um, and kind of providing amazing customer service, so I saw this opportunity and thought, Hey, you know, I'm not a I'm not a woman can ever get pregnant, not maternity, but I see like a business opportunity here and something that is really not being done the correct way. And I thought I could add a lot of value, so I kind of jumped all in. And a, a lot of our team members now, or actually all of them are women, so that kind of helps. They're really the, the forward, front facing, first line. Because if I'm telling someone, "Hey, let's put on you," it's a little creepy. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I'm more the uh, more the business end of it and, and trying to figure out all of our operations and really make sure we're delivering that customer service to women during this uh, this special time in their life. I, I love that you recognize that though, and not being you know personally impacted by. It. Usually, that's when we do realize that there's an issue and someone's right. got to do something about this. So I, I love though that you were able to see that, um, and I think you're right. I, I think that th- this is great, and I think we need more options when it comes to maternity clothes. So kudos to you, Dan. Yes, and yeah, well, thanks. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen that episode of Friends where Joey finds Phoebe's maternity pants and wears them for Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. So of you could course. try oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. There I you go. <laughs> You're Mater- secret safe with all of our podcast listeners. Right. <laughs> maternity <laughs> pants are also for men. <laughs> That's right. News headline. So then, Dan, moving into your expertise of maternity <laughs> clothing, right? So what ward- yeah. <laughs> what wardrobe pieces um, do you recommend that pregnant women certainly upgrade to and not just, you know, stretch the leggings, but really move into some new maternity pieces? Yeah. So the big one we see is uh, pregnant women that are, um, that need to wear professional clothing is really the biggest pain point. So mm-hmm. we have customers come on all the time to tell stories that they got up for the morning, they already put their pants on and they just, they couldn't quite button. So they were... <laughs> They were in trouble and they had to kind of run to our store at, at lunch or something to get pants that actually fit them and run back to work. So that's really um, one of the main things is professional clothing because uh, usually those aren't that really stretchy. So that really helps um, protect and, uh, and kind of go over the bumps. Um, really, pants are, are, are one of the biggest ones. So jeans as well. Also, professional dresses uh, or dresses like to a wedding, more formal dresses are really uh, it's really good to go maternity clothing for those uh, as the, the normal kind of fits don't always work and kind of have uncomfortable placement. Uh, and then really T-shirts uh, themselves. So uh, T-shirts have, when you kind of stretch or anything like that, they're just not long enough in the front to really cover the bump or grow with you. So that's really where you want to transition over to maternity clothing in general. And really along the way, when you kind of look at the uh, all what's offered, uh, every brand kind of offers a different fit. So it's always good to kind of try different styles and see what works best with you. But um, I would say that going back to your question, the main categories you would go with are the sticking with pants and kind of professional clothing. And then for maxi dresses and tunics and clothing of those types, you can kind of fudge it a little bit and get away with them for a while until you have too big of a bump. 
And Sunny, do you remember when you had to, did you have to wear maternity clothing right away or? Um, I didn't have to, but I did because, and I've said this before in the show, but we struggled a little bit with infertility and I wasn't sure if we were going to get pregnant, right? So when we got pregnant, I was just so excited and our whole family <laughs> was just so excited. I was like, I'm like five minutes pregnant. I have to get maternity clothes. <laughs> and so um, I went out to a store and bought a bunch of like basics and, you know, I wasn't doing like a traditional, you know, I didn't have to have like a traditional wardrobe for work or anything mm-hmm. like that. So most of my stuff was more casual. Right. But yeah, I took advantage of that from the very beginning. And I knew we were going to have, you know, more than one kid. So I knew and we were. It would we were be a good investment. A good investment. Right. Yeah. And be able to kind of, you know, last me for the four or five years it lasted me. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. With my first, I carried her pretty high. So I actually, it, and this is going to be obnoxious to a lot of listeners and I'm super sorry. <laughs> I wore non-pregnancy jeans the day before I delivered. What? Just with like the rubber band around oh, the, yeah, through yeah. the loop and around the button. Is that comfortable? I've seen people do that, but it's I fine. Just, really? Yeah. I mean, these were like kind of like low rise yeah. jeans. So just in their nature, they, they hugged lower. If it was like right. a mid or high yeah. rise, it would not have, been, yeah. not have been possible. These were like super low. So I, know, I realized that that's obnoxious. And I did have pregnancy pants. I just happened to be wearing those the day before I delivered. And I was, I was being stubborn about whatever those were what I wanted to wear. <laughs> but with my second, I mean, because I didn't show my first time till I was, I think, about 21 weeks. What? Were you skinny mini? No, just at first. But I, I don't know. I just really didn't show. It was obnoxious, too, because you're pregnant and you just kind of want to show because oh, you, yeah, you know what I mean? You've got all and, the symptoms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think my my breasts were showing way more than my belly. Everyone's like, uh, Stephanie got a boob job Seriously. is what she got. Seriously. Oh, that I had to invest in bras for sure. But um, <laughs> but with my second, I was in maternity clothes like two weeks after I tested positive. Yeah. I mean, it was just so different. But was I, that your personal choice? Or oh, no. I was showing so much more. I mean, by 23 weeks, I looked like full term with my second. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Welcome to the club. <laughs> so I, it caught up with me. I couldn't get yeah. away with it. <laughs> but I'm always curious because it's different for everybody. It's true. Yeah. So, yes, Sunny, were there any clothes that you could wear in pre-pregnancy, though, that you continued to wear throughout your pregnancies? Okay, so I have something that I have to (laughs) admit. It's been uh, not quite two and a half years since I've had any children. Um, And I recently bought a pair of um, (laughs) maternity (laughs) pants. But listen, listen, in my defense, they are yoga pants. They're yoga maternity pants. Um, Because I don't like pants to be really clingy on me, those kind of pants. Yeah. Because... It's just uncomfortable for me. So this had a really big band that I fold down. Right. So now I feel better about myself that I explained it. So, uh, you know, do I have clothes from pre-pregnancy that, uh, that I continue to wear now? And a lot of them are on my, I want to wear that again. Well, I mean, though, but like, were you able to sort of stretch your any of your pre-pregnancy clothes to kind of work with you throughout oh, your maternity? I totally yeah. misunderstood no, that's the okay. question. No. Okay. <laughs> Aren't you glad you asked me that question? I'm glad. I'm glad that we got there. We, we eventually got to the answer. I think, yeah. I eventually I did have to opt for you know like the special ruching and the shirts, and I did work in corporate my first pregnancy. I was home with my second, so I really wore tank tops like every day and running shorts. But yeah, I think like maxi dresses I could get away with. But for the most part, once I had the bump, then I had to. And I really like showing off my bump. Like oh yeah, ruching that you're talking about. The, I yeah. love the tops that the have clingy that. Top. Especially, I love the point in pregnancy where you get to it and you no longer have to like suck in your stomach and it's just out there and then you can kind of show it off like I feel like I'm always like mindful of like how does my stomach look Mm -hmm. do I need to like you know my posture suck it in do this so the point where you can just let it out and it's cute yeah 
then I'm like, let's show it and off. And then people don't have to awkwardly just like look at you and assess you. That's why, and, and I'm growing off on a tangent here. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> but I found too, in early pregnancy, one way to sort of encourage people to not just think like, has she, you know, had too many bagels and donuts? And right, stuff. right. I would just always be touching my belly. You know, That's like the true. pregnant moms kind of yeah. you just sort of hold your belly and you don't even yeah. notice. Yeah, and so then yeah. that usually can, that allows people in and they can say, <laughs> when are you due versus, mm. <laughs> Or are you just hungry? Yeah. You want to eat oh. another bagel? Famished. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, you mentioned um, that proper fit can be helpful, obviously, during pregnancy. So why do you feel like that's important? Yeah, so we have uh, a lot of uh, customers come in that they're really just uncomfortable with kind of what they're currently wearing if it's not maternity or they might have had a brand that doesn't kind of fit them right. And just the, the placement's really weird. So instead of right under the belly, it might be kind of at the navel or something or in, in a weird spot that just is pushing too hard on them. So that's where we suggest that you you really have to know what brand kind of fits you. So even though we sell online, we have a, a return policy, a free seven-day return policy, so that way someone can kind of send back clothing and try something else because, again, every brand really does fit a little bit differently, and you don't want to be really that uncomfortable and, and not really feeling like you want to go outside or you're feeling cute or something by not having that proper fit. So we always want to make sure that Everything fits properly. You're happy with it. You can kind of go on with the rest of your day knowing that you have the right clothes on. You know what surprised me, too? And I don't know if you noticed this, Sunny, but I noticed with some maternity clothing, the sizing was kind of funny. Like um, if you say you were a medium normally, Mm -hmm. and so you'd go for maternity clothes that were a medium, I found that they'd be so big. I actually had to go down in sizes. Did you really? Yeah. And it may depend on where you shop because Maybe, some yeah. people like really say, hey, listen, the sizes here are the exact same size you were pre-pregnancy. But, you know, talking about sizing, they don't really, at least the, the stores that I shopped at, didn't really do sizes, sizes. You're right. It was like small, small medium, large. Medium, yeah. large. Dan, Dan, do you find that too? Is the sizing, do they actually use numbers for pregnancy clothes, maternity clothes? Yeah, primarily really is just a extra small, to, you know, XXXL or something like that. Right. You're you're really supposed to wear the normal size. Yeah, so if you wear wear a smaller medium, you should really wear a smaller medium in maternity clothing. But again, that can really change. Sometimes you might put on a little weight, or you might have lost weight in certain areas, or went to other areas, mm-hmm. so you might find your size changing. But um, when someone comes in and they're like, I don't know what size they wear, we just say, well, let's start with what size you currently are. And, uh, are you usually kind of a smaller medium, and then go from there? But there shouldn't be that big of a change when it comes to um, pregnancy sizing. Hmm. Yeah, it could have just been. I, I, I did shop at one particular store, so that might have just been their, their sizing And issues. it's so frustrating when that's the case, too. It's like, you know, after you have your baby and trying to buy, you know, clothes for your toddler and, like, no brand is the same. Like, ah, yeah. uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, or, like, the clothes just, like, stretch out, like, a second after you put them on. Right, and then you buy right. them and you wear them and you take the tags right. off and then you're like, oh. <laughs> But see, that would be the benefit of buying exactly. these, which we'll yes. talk about in a little bit. Yes, we will. So last question before we break, Dan. Um, are there any special um, considerations with, like, fabric or things to look for in terms of how to care for maternity clothes that you would recommend? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when you have a little bit of different blends, like a blend of uh, cotton or spandex is usually uh, a blend that a lot of women like because it does have a little stretchy sort of feature in it. When, when it comes to washing, some clothing does shrink a little bit, so you want to be careful of, uh, if it's 100% cotton, because if it does shrink, you're going to be showing a little bit of that belly. <laughs> so we always uh, caution our customers to be, to be careful on that. But primarily, the clothing can be, you know, really uh, treated like any other clothing. Since we mostly deal with uh, secondhand clothing, it's something we have to really be careful of because once in a while, if there's too much wear, it's in the, the belly band uh, is kind of properly placed. It's going to feel uncomfortable. So 
those are little things to watch out to watch out for if you're buying uh, secondhand clothing, getting hand-me-downs to make sure that everything's kind of in the proper place and hasn't been shrunk too much. To make sure it does have that uh, original fit that it was intended for. Gotcha. Yeah, and I imagine too, cotton is probably preferred, especially for summer pregnancies, because it's cooler. I don't know if you know some pregnant women run hot and That's wool true. can be itchy and stuff, but it really just depends on your needs. One thing that I really looked for in pants. Um, so I, I bought a bunch of different types of pants, jeans, and like more dressy kind of mm-hmm. pants. I know there's a couple different styles, but one is like more of a thicker band that I think is more intended to go below mm-hmm. the belly, and then the other one is more of that. What is thin? That? Kind of over the belly. Yeah, over the belly right. kind of thing. Now, I personally like the over the belly kind of thing because I felt like the pants um, stayed up on me better, mm-hmm. you know? But that's just my personal. You, you probably were one that liked it below since you were wearing the. I did. Yeah. I liked it below. But I also just, I just run hot. So anything extra yeah, on my true. belly was a little annoying. But I did like it for the purpose of not falling down. So, yes. I mean, I did appreciate them. They had their place in my life for sure. Totally. I had totally. each style. But um, the, the ones with the thicker band that are below the belly. Now, those jeans, I had some hand-me-downs. They were a nice designer brand oh, okay. that I got in my second pregnancy from my cousin. <sighs> and I do still have – I haven't worn them in a long time, but I, I have a hard <laughs> you time. You could wear those. I have a hard – well, yeah, they don't – yeah, they don't really look like maternity. No. You don't really see the band. Yeah. And they were just super cute, and I think I wear them every day. I put holes in them. Like <laughs> – I probably should. You really like those. I should let them go. (laughs) All right. When we come back, we'll talk about purchasing new versus used maternity clothing and how to create a wardrobe that works for you and your budget. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Today, we're talking with Dan Canfield of Bellies to Babies, previously loved maternity clothing boutique. So each woman has different wardrobe needs, as we've talked about, whether you're you know, working at home or you are in a corporate setting. So Dan, maybe you can help us differentiate between items that would be great to purchase used versus new. Because I do imagine that while there's a lot of used options, there might be some items that probably don't cut it used. (laughs) Um, Could you maybe... Underwear? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's good. Good question. (laughs) Um, Well, I would say everything, you know, we like to call it previously loved. Uh, It can can be perfect. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, there are a couple things. So when you look at basic T-shirts, if you want to say uh, have like a cute, the, the bump stops here or something kind of cute on a, on a T-shirt, those are things we really find that probably have the most problems when you're talking about secondhand just because they are something that shrink or they have more pillings, just kind of like normal secondhand clothing that it has normally more wear on it. So it is uh, it does fit a little differently and kind of not, not perfect in that end. Okay, That would be kind of one of the main things. Also, when you look at belly bands or belly kind of, support we sell some of those as well that those are some things when used might be kind of overstretched or they don't properly connect so those would be kind of some of the main things on that end but when you look at kind of across the whole clothing line dresses pants uh professional tops really a lot of secondhand clothing we we try to buy them in, in better condition so when when you're out shopping and you're pregnant you might kind of buy more than you need sometimes and you might not actually have to wear it because you might not leave the house as much as you you thought you would so circumstances change uh, you're going to have clothing in pretty good condition, and that's what we primarily try to purchase, our uh, lightly worn secondhand clothing. So if something's, like anything, too much worn, it, it's going to be hard anyway to, to make it fit properly. So right. I would say try to get the, the least worn as you can. And so talk to us about what are some of the benefits of purchasing those previously loved clothing? Yeah, so there, there are a lot of benefits. So first off, you're saving around 80% off department store prices. So there's a, a lot of savings to be had where you might be spending on, on just a couple outfits, hundreds and hundreds of dollars in the apartment store. 
at a at a secondhand maternity clothing store, it, it might cost you under fifty or so. So you you really have a, a lot of savings on on that end, and you also have usually more selection. So when you're shopping out out of the marketplace at a at a retailer, usually they only have a, a couple brands. Maybe they have Mother Maternity. Maybe they have. If you're going to Target, you have Target Liz Lang. But at secondhand stores, they usually have all the clothing, so you're able to shop from thousands and thousands of pieces of maternity clothing. Um, that are across all the brands. You can try kind of everything on, and you have a lot more selection, actually, uh, rather than just kind of pigeonholing yourself into, into one brand, into one store. So you save a lot of time, you save a lot of money, and in the hassle of going around everywhere. Yeah, that's true. I really did tend to stick to, like, one or two places, just probably out of sheer laziness. <laughs> well, <laughs> not even laziness, but, or just like, the ability convenience. To, yeah, convenience. And especially after you already have a kid, oh, yeah. you know, if you had to buy more. I know I bought more maternity clothes as we went on, mm-hmm. you know, through kids two through four, right. you know. So, yeah. Yeah. I see that as a benefit. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I, I like, I think it's really um, environmentally responsible. That's true. Too, yeah. Because a lot of these clothes probably are just worn through like a pregnancy or a month, really, just depending on the size. So. And then again at Thanksgiving dinner. And yeah, yeah. then then dad wears them at Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. and that was one of the yeah other main points is that it is if you uh, you know are environmentally being sound, it is where secondhand clothing is a, a great thing to purchase. You're not buying new materials that are constantly being made and using resources. You can feel a little bit better buying something that has already been in the marketplace and uh, kind of been passed around a little bit and, and buying that. So that can be a good feel good. Uh, also, selling back the clothing is always a great thing. So you can look at it like you're, you might be buying this top for $8 or so, but when you sell it back, you can get around 20% uh, or 25% of that value back. So there is a, a recurring revenue on the, on the other end and you can actually make money off it. Uh, so that's kind of their, another bonus to buying secondhand. It almost feels like um, like renting, but not really. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, exactly, and- yeah. And there are companies where you can rent maternity clothes too. And, and, and I think it's more for some of the items that we were talking about that might be a little bit more pricey or maybe it's like a one time kind of thing. Like, you know, you, you know, you've got this big dinner that you're going to and you nothing, I have nothing to wear. I mean, right. literally, you know, your bump is, you know, twice as big as it was, you know, two months ago. So you literally don't have anything to wear and you may not want to spend tons of money to do that. So there are definitely, you know, different sites out there that do this and you Usually, you can pick like how long you want to rent it for. So if it's just for something for a weekend, you can do that and rent it for a week or two weeks or up to a month, I think. And the nice thing I think about some of these places, too, is that if you want to just try something out and you're just not sure if you want to purchase it, you can rent it. And then it's kind of rent to buy or rent to own. And so it might be a nice way for more of those expensive pieces. Like usually it's like outerwear, like if you live somewhere cold. I mean, just think about it. We don't have to, you know, we're here in San Diego, uh, Stephanie and I. So our budgets to... for wardrobes are less than <laughs> yeah. I think the world. Yes, yeah, probably. <laughs> but think about not being able to shut a winter coat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, actually, I have seen some products that like create an insert so you don't have to buy a new uh, coat. Yeah. But if if you you know didn't want to do something like that, you know, and you needed a bigger coat, like who wants to go buy you know right. a, a special coat for a special occasion? So um, definitely, that's some you know again ways to save money and be environmentally sound with your purchases. 
So, um, yeah, definitely rentals an option too. And Sunny, did you purchase any um, any used maternity clothing when you were pregnant? You know, I I don't think I did. I did get some hand me down stuff, and we haven't really talked about that. But obviously, that's a great resource too for right. um, pregnant moms out there. Is you know, I feel like once you tell people you're pregnant, sometimes it comes out of the woodwork. Like, oh, I have maternity. Oh, it's for like, sure. It's like we don't know what to do with it, right? Yeah. And you know, selling it back would be a great option. But a lot of times, we just end up handing it down, which is fine too. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have like any family nearby or anything that I could grab clothing from. I think I did get some pieces here and there. Most of the stuff I, I bought new because I knew I was going to run it ragged. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like when I buy clothes from like my five-year-old son, like I know he's going to get a lot of good use out of that and there's going to be holes in it right. by the time he's through. That's kind of how I, I viewed it. And I didn't have any fun places to go. No, no gala openings or <laughs> Anything. Yeah, no. I went. I went to the grocery store. <laughs> right, like, but um, but what I love too, Dan, like about about companies like yours, and now there's, I feel like there's just so many cool clothing online options with like different like stylist things that you can yeah, do and yeah. they can come to your door and it takes the pressure off that I think I probably would have utilized more That's services true. like this yeah. but I feel like even just in the last since I had my last at two and a half years ago there just weren't the options that there are now right yeah so I, I either bought mm-hmm. new or I bought or I uh, received some hand-me-downs a few times maybe I would see a pregnant woman who I knew it was her last baby and I would like <laughs> claim her clothes I'm so horrible did my- you know that <laughs> Oh, yeah. My cousin had these really cute kind of like sailor looking jeans. I was like, those are mine. <laughs> this is your last baby, right? right? Those are mine. And she's like, okay. I was like, I had no shame. I wanted those jeans. Oh, but, that's um, funny. but yeah, I just think that there's so many great options that I probably would have opted for um, for used. And I think for what he was saying that I loved the option about trying out different brands because I settled, mm-hmm, I feel like, mm-hmm. for just the convenience of like the two stores that were like right down the street from me and the fit was never great. But the price point was fine and it just was what it was. Right. And I wasn't impressing anyone with my style, but I probably could have found things I felt a lot better in yeah. if I could have tried out some more brands. Right. Totally. So, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, I think you know, if you're kind of newly pregnant or looking for maternity clothing, I would definitely check out Second Maternity or, or uh, Bellies to Babies, uh, bellies2be.com. And we have a lot of um, a lot of different options on there, a lot of programs. We have a, a monthly box subscription where you can get uh, different items uh, kind of per month, almost like a stitch fix. So uh, something to try out and just uh, another thing to to add um, to add to the list to see if it kind of works best for you. And one last thing to think about. <laughs> That's right, because there's enough going through our crazy pregnancy <laughs> right. brains, right? <laughs> yeah, so why not add something else on there, right? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, this wraps up our episode of Preggy Pals for today. Thank you so much, Dan, for joining us. For more information about our show, as well as information about our expert, you can visit the episode page on our website. This conversation continues for members of our Preggy Pals Club. After the show, we're going to be talking about what uh, you can do with your maternity clothes once you're done wearing them. And we've talked a little bit about it, but we'll, we'll kind of uh, zero in on that. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
Okay, so we have um, a question for one of our experts. This comes from one of our listeners, and her name is Julie, and it was related to clothing, so I thought it might uh, make for a good fit on uh, today's episode. So Julie writes, I'm currently pregnant and planning for a vaginal birth at a hospital. I want to be as comfortable for as long as possible while I'm in labor, and I was wondering what the restrictions are in hospitals when it comes to mother's clothing. Can I wear whatever I want, or will they make me change at some point? So we thought we would toss this over to to one of our experts to get their take on it based on their own experience. Hi, Julie. Uh, this is Dr. Nick Kaptanakis. I'm in San Diego, California, and I got your question and just wanted to respond. Um, as far as clothing is concerned, at least in my hospital, we are always willing to work with patients. Most mamas, you know, usually come in with a little gown, uh, if you will, that they've purchased. Really, the things that the hospital would like is being able to have access to the baby, meaning being able to put the monitors on your belly without having to, let's say, lift up your shirt or, uh, you know, move things around. So most of the new mommy delivery gowns have a cutout on the belly that allows easy access so that you can uh, listen to the baby very easily. I can only speak for my hospital, but again, we are very willing to work with mamas just to make sure they're comfortable. So I would bring the gown that you have and, you know, talk to the nurses and find out if it's okay, uh, or even ask your OBGYN if it's okay to uh, have the gown uh, that you would like to wear. So you don't always have to wear that hospital gown. Good luck with everything. I'm sure you're going to have an amazing delivery. And if you need anything else, let us know. All right. Have a great day. Bye. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Newbies, for postpartum moms during baby's first year, Parent Savers for parents with infants and toddlers, Twin Talks for parents of multiples, and The Boob Group for moms who breastfeed. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.